0: It's Naomi here and I'm delighted to have you back listening to me on the podcast today. Today we'll be talking about work life balance as an event professional. Have you achieved it? Do you struggle with it? Well, we're going to tap into that world and talk about how we can maintain work life balance as a busy event planner. But before I do that, let me briefly introduce myself for those of you that may be new to me. I'm Naomi Tucker. I'm an event professional turned high performance coach, and I intentionally work with ambitious event professionals to build effective time saving and leadership strategies so that they can manage their many commitments and love the lives they live. I empower them to be a planner on purpose. To live on purpose means to intentionally develop self-mastery, to be confident in the vision and goals you have set for your life, and to be a force in moving forward to keep it. That's a planner on purpose. And like I mentioned, I'm so just excited to have you here today. We're going to talk about work-life balance. And as many of you know, I've talked about this many times on this podcast. I blog about it and <laughs> I tweet about it. So it's something that's very important to me. And the reason why it's very important is because as being an event professional for over 25 years, I've struggled with just balance the balancing act for many years and i don't think you ever solve it it's never going to be solved a lot of people have this very pie in the sky thought of what work and work life balance is it's not always oh i need to have you know 50% of work and 50% of life and they all have to be in perfect you know perfect order has to be this perfect equation well it's never perfect It's never perfect. And so what we end up doing is balancing how balance looks like for us, because on one hand, you may be an event professional that doesn't have a lot going on in their personal life. And maybe that particular person can pump out events and they're just doing work 80% of the time and 20% of the time, they're just Netflix and chilling and they're absolutely happy. And that's working for them. Awesome, right? But on the other hand, you could have an event professional. Perhaps there's a parent and that parent has four kids. Um, They also volunteer in their community. They volunteer at their church. They volunteer at PTO. And they have to get their kids to all of the different things. Well, balance is going to look a little bit different for that person. So work-life balance is really in the eye of the person who's doing the balancing. And this May, since it's Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought that it was important for us to talk about work-life balance because we need to understand that it is one of those things where we need to create our own formula for how that looks. And many times we might need some help on how that looks and how how we can effectively strike that balance in our lives. And that's what I'm here for. So, like I said, it's May and it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And this month in our pop-up book club, which is a book club hosted by Planners on Purpose, we have a book called How to Keep House While Drowning. It's a gentle approach to cleaning and organizing. And it's by Casey Davis. Now, at first glance, you might think, why is Naomi picking a book about cleaning and organizing for event professionals? Well, Casey Davis is a licensed therapist and she's a creator of strugglecare.com. And she has a lot of really amazing nuggets and a few of those I'll share with you in a moment in her book. It's not just a book for cleaning and organizing, although she does help with those things, but it also is a book that helps you to regain your sanity And it helps you to have a little bit more self-compassion with yourself in all of the demands that you may have. She also focuses on setting priorities, helps you to stagger tasks that you have to do at home. And she also has some creative shortcuts in her book to help us just transform what we're doing and how we're working in our homes and in our office spaces So I thought this is important for event professionals to have this conversation because often our home life and what's happening at home is really hidden. It's behind closed doors. And I'm not trying to say that we're trying to air everybody's dirty laundry, (laughs) but it's important if we're in a community that works hard together to transform other people's lives through events that we also are very supportive in our own fellow event professionals lives and that can happen through work being supportive there through ensuring that the that we are respectful of each other's boundaries so that they can manage what's happening on their life side right so it's an important conversation to have and this is conversation is going to happen on May 18th at 6:30 p.m. I will put the link in the description so that you have access to it. But I hope that I can meet some of you there. Um, we do this all virtual via Zoom. Um, people bring their beverages. They might bring a friend. And they're just really ready to have the conversation. Now, this book is a pretty short read. It's pretty easy to read. I believe the way that Casey Davis wrote it was for someone that didn't have enough time, (laughs) that can just take little snippets of it a day. And it's been really great for me um, because I like how that works. And it's been helpful for me during my busy times throughout the day that I can get in a couple chapters here and there. So if you want, I would say go ahead and pick up the book and join us for the conversation on May 18th. But as we're talking more about work-life balance and what it means to to us and how we can maintain, I can share with you that over the years, when it comes to balancing all the things, what's helped for me is number one, to focus on what's most important in that season. I think sometimes we get caught up in going through something that's very heavy, but then thinking that this is going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's easy for our bodies and our minds to really kind of have those protective thoughts to say, oh my gosh, we don't want to go through this. Um, But we do have to continue to remind ourselves that this is only for a season. And when I'm in that season, I'm going to create boundaries for anything else that might be sneaking over the fence. So that would be my number two that I've learned over the years when it comes to balancing over all the things is create boundaries for anything that might sneak over. Because when I'm in a season of very busy, there are other things that could easily come through that I don't have time for. So it may be that I need to effectively say no to all of these social appointments that I might have with friends because I am focusing on a very important event in my work life. Right. And I can't be guilty of doing that. I have to say no or tell them, hey, maybe in August we can get together. And when we do, it's going to be amazing. But being okay with saying, let's put this off to a different time. The last thing I would say is that what I've learned over the years when it comes to, to either balancing all the things is that it's okay to say yes to the things that do excite you because you do want to have some sense of fulfillment, some sense of happiness and joy when it comes to what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. So making sure that we're saying yes to some of those things and evaluating what those things are, it's going to really help you with how you feel. And it's really important to how you feel throughout the day, if you feel good about your work, if you feel good about going to an event with your daughter, some of those things are okay to say yes to. And we have those seasons of saying yes and saying no. And effectively, um, when we do that, we're just we're just better. So those are a few things that I've learned over the years. But as we talk about this book, How to Keep House While Drowning, there's been a few things that have come up that I feel that have been very good. And the first thing is what people say out loud to you or say through social media or say through other people, through gossip, it can be very damaging. So it's really important for us to protect our mental space and many times when we're struggling and when we're doing all the things, it's, it's important that you realize that you're doing the best you can. And if there's a way to raise the red flag to your leader or to someone who you can trust to say, hey, I'm struggling in this time to manage certain things. Is there a way that you can help support me in lightening the, the load so that I can come through this? That's a very authentic conversation to have, and it's a healthy conversation to have so that we can help our people through these times. And I feel like if that happens, we do need to be, as leaders, respectful of that, because we always don't know everything that our teams are going through um, in their lives. So being respectful of it, helping them through it, and touching base with them to ensure, okay, have you gotten through that? Are we able to bring the levels back up again? But having those conversations are going to be really key. So when we're in those types of situations, though, there might be things that come in different forms, um, especially like if you're struggling at work and you know, other teammates maybe have to pick up some of our slack and conversations could be happening. That's a really hard thing to walk through because at the end of the day, someone ends up finding out. You end up finding out about what people may think. So making sure that we're speaking positive over those certain situations, we're not being so judgy, can really help protect the person who's going through a really tough time. In the book, it was interesting because Casey Davis, she actually went through a situation where someone called her lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And how that happened was via social media. I believe she was just expressing herself on how hard it is to be a mom and how certain things at home she kind of let go a bit in order to support her sanity. And someone called her lazy. And it was so damaging that it put her back for a couple of years. So if you can take anything away, it would be what people say about you and What you say about others in a public space or even to other people is damaging. It can come around. Let's support and uplift our fellow event professionals. So that's one. Second thing that this book also talks about it, it, Although it talks about organization and cleaning and things like that, it really is a calming, reassuring voice that everything's going to be okay and that you can do this. And I think that's really important for everyone to know, especially when it comes to event planning, because sometimes we are put in situations that it's really hard. We're caught between a rock and a hard place. We don't know which way to go. Um Maybe we do, do have high touch clients and it can be a very trying time. Um, but reassuring yourself that it's going to be okay. You will get past it because most of the time you will. And then there's also the concept of you don't exist to serve your space. Your space exists to see you. And this is just a subtle mind shift so that we can change our minds on how we see all the tasks that we have to complete. And it really focuses though on those care tasks at home, like, Your laundry, the cleaning of your home, different activities that maybe you have to take your kids to, it's those tasks. And really, those tasks can be neutral tasks, especially the laundry. It's a task that's neutral. The laundry is not going to yell at you because you haven't done it. Um, Most of the time, um, we are shaming ourselves in doing the laundry. But we need to learn how to have our space serve us. Another concept that I thought was really cool was that human beings are only, they only exert high effort for short periods. And when I read that, I thought, well, event professionals, they exert high energy all the time. (laughs) If you're exerting high energy and you're on, on, on at work and you don't allow yourself during your days to have like periods of, you know, intense focus, but then periods of kind of rest and you're doing some tasks that really don't demand on your brain. If you're going from eight to five intensity, focusing on the details, when you come home, pretty much your head might be mush. And I know it has been mush for me. You can't come home making decisions about chicken and beef and, you know, who's going to take the kid where because you're done. (laughs) So making sure that we recognize that we can only exert high effort for short periods of time and organizing your day so that you have periods of high effort and then periods of low effort because it is important for us to manage our energy so that when you get home, You have some time and you have some energy to give to your partner, to give to your family, to give to your friends and those that matter the most. And I know some leaders may be like, oh, well, you're telling them, Naomi, to not work. Nope, that's not what I'm doing. However, we do need to have a little bit more balance in the work that we do. We have to be able to manage our day to day so that we can be our best at work, at home and everywhere. And the last thing is that people struggle differently. The privilege isn't only the difference. So what this really spoke to is that everyone struggles. Just because you have a leader that's over you, that's telling you to do this and that, it doesn't mean that that leader doesn't struggle. And many of you listening to this podcast, you may be very different. We all come from different backgrounds, from different jobs, different types of events that we plan, different clients, and we all struggle differently. How we deal with our stress and overwhelm is going to be different from the next person. So how we resolve these differences that we have will be different. Now, I think that this book really helps us to resolve that because you can pick out some different solutions that might work for me for you, or perhaps you could offer some different solutions on how you got through a certain thing. So again, um, I really invite you to pick up this book, How to Keep House While Drowning. And I also invite you to come to the conversation on May 18th. It's going to be a great one. Bring your beverage, bring a friend. Let's network. Let's have a conversation. And let's see how we can make maintaining work-life balance work for us. With that said, thank you so much, my friends, for joining the Planners on Purpose podcast. I am so thankful to have you all in my world. And if you enjoyed this podcast, give me a follow and why not rate it a five on your way out? I would simply love that. But until next time, my friends, stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. (laughs)